Hey everybody, this is Chad Jordan, Director of Marketing here at Sport Clips Haircuts. This is another edition of our Hall of Fame podcast. Uh, I really do have a Hall of Famer here. We have uh, the Rookie Manager of the Year from this last year's huddle uh, joining us. So we're going to get into her story a little bit, what makes her so great, what uh, what she's discovered in her Sport Clips career, all that kind of fun stuff, and, uh, and capture her story. But uh, without further ado, why don't I have you, young lady, introduce yourself to everybody for me. My name is Katie Hackney. I am the manager of Virginia 206 in Midlothian, Virginia. Um, I've been with the company for almost 12 years. It'll be 12 years in October. Um, I have a six-year-old daughter. I was going to say, and mother, too. I knew that was coming. mother, as well, Uh uh of a six-year-old daughter who is very lively and very active and keeps me on my toes all the time. Uh, Isabella? Isabella. And we call her Bella. And we call her Bella. Okay. All right. um, I'm sure we'll probably show pictures and other kind of stuff on yes. the podcast, on the YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, hey there. Uh, so um, 206, so your store is the one closest to where we're actually filming this thing, yes, right? Yes, it's like literally five, not okay. even five minutes down the road. All right. Uh, you're not here in between clients, are you? You know, no. you just quickly check out, you know. I actually okay. go in later today. Okay, all right. Well, thank you for joining us here. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to, to obviously get uh, a chance to sit down with you. Flew out here especially to see you uh, whenever somebody wins a big award <clears throat> at, uh, at Huddle, they immediately get on the itinerary for a podcast interview because they have entered the Hall of Fame. So you have been with Sport Clips how long? Almost 12 years. 12 years. That's what you said. So 12 years. Um, I was 10 years old when you started at Sport Clips. That's amazing. Uh <laughs> Did you come right out of uh, high school? Like, what? what's your story? I graduated high school in 2007, and that's, I literally okay, yeah. started in October of 2007. Did you, go, did you go to cosmetology school while in high school? I did. I got my license in my, after my junior year of high school. So wait, are you an OG? Did you come right out of high school, cosmetology school, boom, and then sport clips, or had you kind of floated around first I floated else? around a okay. little bit, worked in a, a different chain, mm-hmm. and then I was there for about a year and a half, okay. and then came to sport clips. Decided that other that what the um what I hear other people say is they got all their bad haircuts out of the way first at the other place and then came to sport exactly. clips. So I like it when uh, <laughs> when that's the case. So uh, this year's huddle was in Las Vegas. Yes. So uh, had you had you well let's see you hadn't been a huddle before had you I have okay uh had, and you'd seen the awards before and the banquet. Well, at any point, do you think you are a nominee for Rookie Manager of the Year? Do you think your name could possibly be called? So I don't my, know how it works, so tell my me. My team leader actually told me about an hour before okay. the banquet, and she told me that she did nominate me, and... I had, it was just kind of just... Did you pass out like right there on the spot? No, I'm a very humble person, Mm -hmm. I feel like, and it doesn't really get to me. Mm -hmm. And then when they called my name up on stage, I was like, oh, wait. Did they really just call yeah. my name? They must be another Katie Hackney right. here. And I, you know. <laughs> I just kind of sat there for uh-huh. a minute. I was like, well, okay. So I go up there and I accept yeah. it. And- because, because you're 12 years in, rookie manager of the year. So that means rookie first time manager is usually what a rookie means Mm -hmm. but even in baseball like you can win rookie of the year Mm -hmm. get this i don't know if you knew this this is oh this is a mansplaining right here (laughs) 
you might know this, but just in case other people out there don't know this, you can win Rookie of the Year in baseball even if you played some games the previous year. Okay. It's just a certain number of games that would disqualify you. So you had actually managed before, right? Yes. So how do you win Rookie Manager of the Year? You managed before. So tell me, walk me through kind of a little bit of your Sport Clips career, and uh, we're going to get into what makes you such a great manager and... And I, I've been to your store. Your team loves you. I, okay, we're gonna get into all that kind of stuff. But but get me through that. This is a pretty interesting story. You had managed. You're, you've been here twelve years. Walk me through a little bit of that, if you don't mind. So I started at another location mm-hmm. um, twelve years ago. It was at the Midlothian store, which is VA two hundred three, where Jenna okay. you met yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Jenna Snyder. Mm-hmm. I worked there um, off and on. I mean, I was there full time, but I actually um, I started as an assistant manager. Okay. Um, and then I moved up to manager. Stepped down when there was a couple of issues in my personal life mm-hmm. that you know I couldn't focus on anything else but my personal stuff. Right. You knew you couldn't dedicate exactly. what you needed to. Yeah, like being a manager, it's a lot. Yeah, it's not for the faint of heart, right? No. So, uh, so you recognize that? Yes. So I stepped down, and then eventually, when I got my stuff back together and I was able to focus on more stuff as a manager, I would step back up when I felt like it was okay for me to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had my daughter. I managed another location in Chester for about six months because that was a little bit closer to my home. And my clientele, I have a large clientele. Mm-hmm. I normally have a four to four, three to four hour wait every, mm-hmm. every day that I work. So, um, when I went down to Chester, it was about a 20-minute drive for my clientele. They didn't all follow me. Right. So I was there for about six months. And they I went they would wait four hours, but four hours and 20 minutes, and then another 20 <laughs> minutes home for them. They're like, all right, at some I can't point. can't do it. <laughs> yeah, we got to cut this off. <laughs> so I went back to the um, VA203, mm-hmm. stepped down because I had, I'm actually a victim of abuse mm-hmm. with my daughter's dad. Mm-hmm. Um. We went through emotional and not physical, but just mentally abuse. So I stepped down because of all of that, because I wanted to focus on my daughter Mm -hmm. solely. Mm -hmm. And um, Deborah had actually called me to ask me to take over the store two years prior. And you had turned her down at that point. I turned her down immediately. I was like, no, absolutely not. You know, I don't. I don't have and I got to give her kudos because, you know, I talked to Deborah about this. Like she called you a number of times for a number of stores. About two to three times. And and you kept saying, you know, I'm sorry. It's just not for me, at least not right now. And she never gave up. No. She was like, I know she's manager material. I know she's <laughs> she's quality. So I'm going to keep trying. And eventually I'm going to break through and the time's going to be right. Yep. So, so at what point is the timing right? So after I got through everything, got away from that situation, I started working on myself Mm -hmm. and my daughter. Um, Our situation got a lot better. We found a home, all that good stuff. I was living with my mom at the time. Okay. And once I got myself situated, uh, she called me again. I said, well, let me think on this really fast and I'll call you back in a couple of days. Mm -hmm. So I started. So that's the first time. First, the first time she time. didn't hear no. No, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> right. 
There's a maybe in there. Yes. All right. So I um, immediately get on the phone with clients that I have numbers to and, you know, we're friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I would message them, hey, you know, I know I transferred a while ago to Chester and nobody followed me. Yeah. Um, this store is closer. Would you be able to follow me there? And what, what, closer by how many? I mean, are we talking it's five minutes? T- five to ten minutes okay. or so. Um, it's not bad, and a lot of my clientele actually live in the middle of these two locations. Oh, right. So it it's works. just as convenient for them. Exactly. Yeah. So ninety, about ninety-five percent of my clients. Because you're doing the math, like financially. Like if I go take this store, yes. I need to make sure that some clients are going to come. Especially being a single mother, right. you know, mm-hmm. you have to make sure mm-hmm. you are financially stable. Yep. Um. So. About 95% of my clientele said absolutely. So I called her and I was like, you know what, Deborah, I'll go ahead and take over the store. She's doing, she calls it the booyah dance. So she's, <laughs> she's doing the booyah dance on the other end of she the phone. Was. She's like, I finally got her. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, so when, when, when did you start? When did you go over to your store? So I actually worked over there a couple of shifts before I actually made the decision. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you because you, what you wanted to see the team members? You wanted I interaction. I wanted to like, interact with the team members yeah. and see how they, you know, meshed well with me. Mm-hmm. See which ones were going to give you. Let's be honest. Which ones were going to give you trouble? Exactly. And you knew you needed to schedule them less because you didn't know. But luckily, with Deborah having so many locations in the Virginia area, we are able to travel to our sister stores to help out when we need it. Just yesterday alone, I I mean, I went to nine stores, and probably six of them had either stylists or managers or assistant managers from other locations just filling in because people are on summer vacation or whatever. Exactly. So it is a really good network. So with me being with the company for so long, I have been into these stores and I've interacted with the stylist and everything too. So that really helped me with making my decision as well. Mm -hmm. So I worked there for a couple of shifts and then I actually finished working at VA203 for about a month to let all my clients know where I was going and whatnot. So about a month later, I transferred Mm. over. Um. And now the fact that you had had kind of dipped your toe in the water being a manager before, that give you um, a good sense of what you needed to do, kind of hit the ground running with this store? Absolutely. And not only um, had I grown personally, but I was so young, straight out of high school when I started Mm. managing, that I didn't know everything. You're not going to know everything. I'm still learning to this day, and I've been with the company for almost 12 years. So, you know, I've grown as a person and also as a manager. What areas are you stronger in now that, uh, that have helped you? Definitely um, having a heart-to-heart with my team members when I need it. Mm-hmm. I kind of let them kind of walk all over top of me a long time ago because I was very naive and just, mm-hmm. you know, very young, didn't know any better. So now I, you know, I have that structure. I let them know when they're doing something yeah. wrong, you know. And you're I, a mom now too. So exactly. you're used to saying no, exactly. even when your heart wants to give and in. And that like, has also helped me grow, yeah. you know. So. You had mentioned earlier, I, I want to make sure I, I don't gloss over this, that you had worked on yourself. Like you had, you had taken care of yourself, uh, made sure you were in the right place. What What did you do? What, what um, there might be some people listening to this that, 
uh, have, have struggled in, whether it's self-confidence or self-worth or, or feeling certain ways about themselves. What, how did you turn the cor- corner? What happened? Um, I feel like I took more time for myself, mm-hmm. which is very important, especially when you have kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, you have kids, yes. so you know, yep. definitely. Um, That's why I travel so much. I got to get away from them. You know, I always tell my clients that this is my vacation (laughs) away from home when I come to work. Uh But you also have to take time for yourself, you know, outside of your job, Mm -hmm. outside of kids. That me time. That me time, Mm -hmm. definitely. I mean, I had my mom. She helped me out a lot with taking care of my daughter while I went off and got my nails done, Mm -hmm. got a massage. Nice, I like it. Stuff like that. So that really helped me, you know, get through. Well, think about clients are coming into sport clips that literally – the guys are coming. They need to be pampered. That's yes. what the MVP experience is all about. We're not getting our. We're not getting our nails done. No. You know, uh, we're we're not going to day spas. Yeah. The sport clips is our day spa. Exactly. So that is so. Um, the reason I like your answer so much is because guys, just as you need your me time and that helped you, that's what sport clips is. Yeah. That is the guy me time. The like. The stylist, the team member, she is helping him relax, right? So that's why delivering that five-point play, that MVP experience, is so critical because you are in a much better place now because you took care of yourself and you focused on improvement and all that kind of stuff. And that's what – I know it sounds silly, but that's what the haircut experience is at Sport Clips, especially – Man, you put me in that 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 uh, washing bowl and the showers and uh, the the massaging shampoo and and the hot towel, man, and then the the neck and shoulder massage later, dude. We're doing a double. Double. I, I love my. I love me some double. <laughs> but yeah, that is like yes, I deserve this. This is what's right with the world. When I'm that thirty minutes, twenty five minutes, whatever it is, like this is what I needed. Yeah. Um, People always ask me, how come you get your hair cut every week or two? Like, that's why. Exactly. Because I, I like the me time. Exactly. So so that helped you turn the corner. Yes. Um, you hit the ground running. VA, give me the number, VA-206? Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, VA-206. Uh, you had probably known some of your team members. Yes. Okay. Uh, what's the vibe as soon as you start? Is everybody all in or are you having to convince some people like, hey, let's they, see, let's see if this really lasts. They welcomed me with open arms, mm-hmm. which really helped as well going in there. Um, especially going back into management after, I think it was like two, two, almost three years of me not being in that position. Mm-hmm. So with them, open arm welcome was huge on my part. Mm-hmm. Um, the vibe in the store is always uplifting and positive. I have a team member in there. If you are having a bad day, she immediately notices and she takes you to the back and she gives you a little heart to heart and she picks you up. Who is it? Was she there yesterday? Her name is Wanda. She was Wanda. Oh, I missed Wanda. Yes. I heard that, man, you should be here when Wanda's here. Yes. So doggone it. Okay. I got to get back to your store at some point. Yes. And make sure. And I she was Wanda. disappointed that you were coming because yeah, Tuesdays shoot. are her days off. Uh, most people are disappointed when I'm coming, Katie, just so you know. <laughs> and disappointed when I left too. Um, so, uh, so this, that, that first year managing, what, well, give me some, uh, give me some of the, uh, I tell you what, I don't want the highlights yet. Okay. Give me, what, what were some of the hard days? Uh, hardest parts of the days. Hardest part of the day. <laughs> You're going to laugh and it might sound silly. But getting managerial stuff done when you have a four-hour oh, okay. wait. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right, you're like, how am I supposed to do all this? Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's a great question. How do you do all this? I go in early and I stay late okay. sometimes. All right. Sundays are the, the best times for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, since we open for our summer hours, we changed from 12 to oh, 5. Oh, yeah. You guys do 12 to 5. That lets people that want to go to church or exactly. you know have some family time mm-hmm. can do that. It still has the uh, the luxury of you guys are open, mm-hmm. so there is a shift there. Yep. Do you have to do a lunch break on a 12 no. to 5? Okay, so there's that. Um, I bet you're bitch slammed yes. from 12 to 5. So all the clients that would have come in early now are coming in the 12 to 5 time. Stylists are happy because they're busy. The day's flying by. Exactly. Right? And... Uh, and yet you've given people that flexibility of having some, some family time. Yep. So, so for you, that's a opportunity. You could probably go in early. Yep. I go in early and I stay done. about an hour after closing. You're looking for those, those, those windows of opportunity to yes. get your managerial stuff. Every chance yeah. I get. Yeah. <laughs> what are, um, okay. So, so the hardest part, uh, and I bet other managers that are listening to this are nodding their head. They're going, you go girl. You're right. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is not uh not easy uh what are some of the rewarding parts rewarding parts are when my team members come up to me and they are excited because their metrics are doing better Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so i think that is you know that's what i strive to do every single day is help them be successful Mm -hmm. okay great great lead-in it's almost like if i had notes and you were looking over my shoulder reading them i don't but because this is where we're going with this what what are you doing to lead them to success uh getting their numbers up all that kind of stuff what are some i mean people listening they're like rookie manager of the year i gotta listen to this podcast and find out how did she do it what is she doing how did she hit the ground running um so how how is your team successful what are are you uh, implementing I actually take the time um, to get to know them on a personal level. Mm, okay. Um, so knowing them on a personal level helps me um, help them a little bit more. Um, I have a team member who has struggled with getting a haircut done in less than 45 minutes. Oh, my. Mm. Um, so sitting down with her one-on-one every so often. Is she often, just a talker or is it technical? She's just super precise wants she's to be very, very precise careful and she's a talker <laughs> double whammy double whammy yeah. so i will use keywords um while she's mm. cutting hair okay like what i'm like hey rita do you want to go to starbucks you know for lunch mm-hmm. or hey rita what time do you have over there on that clock by the way rita sure. we're calling you out just yes. so you know rita. <laughs> um so i you know throw it out there but don't make it obvious for the clients mm-hmm. either that way it doesn't make her feel uncomfortable. But she knows. You and her have had this conversation like, hey, when I say this, it's the trigger for, all right, we're just going to exactly. pick it up a little bit right now. Exactly. And yeah. she has improved her haircuts from mm. 45 minutes to 30. Nice. So yep. that's huge. Yeah. And we're still working. Mm-hmm. No, but she's getting, I mean, that's. She's getting there. Yeah, that's, I, I'm, shoot, I can't do math. We need Deborah Sawyer in here. What is that? 25% faster or whatever it is right. from 45 to 30. Uh, so. Uh, so that's great. So you got, okay. So that's one takeaway. We got keywords just to, um, to, to help people. You, you have the personal aspect where you know your team members really well. What are some other things that you think you're doing that are, uh, helping your team succeed? I really want to say it's all luck. 
too. Mm-hmm. This is the humble. Remember earlier where you were saying you're humble? This is this is where I, look, I'm not I'm not I'm not wanting you to be humble in this moment. I kind of need you to brag about yourself because that's what pays the bills for the podcast, but uh, people are people are listening, they're subscribing to this. They're like hanging on every word and you, they're not looking for you to say, "Oh, I'm just lucky." You're not just lucky. You make your own luck. We all know that. You're not it's just not a fake it till you make it kind of job. Um, you're doing some things very well. I was in your store. They love you. Um, it was very well run. Clients were happy. Uh, so give, give me give me some more specific, non-lucky answers. What are you doing well? I treat everyone like okay. I, like they want to be treated. Yeah, all right. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Great. <laughs> how, 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 how does that work out? What are you doing? Um, like I said, getting on the personal level, you know, making sure... Um, they are treated well Mm -hmm. and they want to do their job because they are treated well. I think a part of it is, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, it sounds like we didn't dive, we're not diving deep into this emotional, you know, this is not Dr. Phil podcast, right? But, you know, it just sounds like there's been some things that you've experienced in your own life and way that people made you feel. And you're like, no way I'm going to, am I going to treat people like that? I'm going to make sure everyone that I, I treat, I treat with respect um, that they know I appreciate them. Uh, and when I was there with your team yesterday, I really sensed that, that there was this mutual, it was like a family. Yeah, it is a you family. Know, you guys all have each other's backs. You all care for one another. Uh, you know, rarely do I go into a store and everybody, I mean, you might crack jokes and you might do stuff, but you're not picking on each other. Right. And certainly yesterday that wasn't the case. You guys were, were there for each other. Having, we had a good time, but not at anybody's expense. Mm-mm. Um, and so I, I, I really trust that, uh, that's wasn't a show, no, <laughs> you know, it that's really how isn't. it is it's for you guys. Yep. Um, so what's next? I mean, rookie manager of the year. I, I mean, now you could be manager you could be team leader of the year one day. What do you, what do you want out of, uh, out of your sport clips career? My sport clips career, uh, I would love to be manager of the year. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know what metrics are involved. So, you know, I, I don't know if you can transition from rookie manager of the year and then go right into manager. I don't I don't know how it works. But, um, okay, so you're aiming for that. I'm aiming for that. I think for now in my personal life, mm-hmm. I would like to stay manager. Okay. Just because I love, I have a passion to do hair mm-hmm. and make people feel great. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love to do. Yeah. And I don't want to step away from that. So are you, now that you think about it, looking back, are you glad you didn't accept manager all those other times Deborah asked? Or are Absolutely. you kind of kicking yourself? No, you're, you're happy. Like I'm th- happy. This is the right time for this you. This is the right time. Yeah. Yep. Well, I love it. And I uh, love the... Uh, uh, Bella, uh, the pictures, uh, you, you showed me the side by side, right? Yes. yes. When she was a year old or something, two. two, and now she's going on six, going on, uh, she's, she's six and okay. she's going on first okay, grade. Okay. First grade's coming up. A tomboy yes. getting ready to play. I, I, I'm, you said softball. How about soccer? I'm just saying, she, soccer give her, too. give her, give her a shot but at she's soccer. Not, she's not very, uh, graceful. That's all right. Hey, that's give it time. <laughs> hey, maybe put her in a ballet class too while you're at it. But, um, here's what I want to do. I've got uh, un- unless there's anything on your heart that you want to share, I want to get to my ten fun questions because you have a shift to go uh, work, uh, and I want to make sure I get you there. So any any anything else? Any words of advice or 
um, heads up that you want to give any other rookie man? What, how about this? What's one piece of advice you'd give a rookie manager um, that uh, is going into a store, maybe for the first time? You've 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 kind of been able to do it a couple times, and now that you've done it two or three times, uh, what's a piece of advice you'd give somebody starting out? My advice would to be to get to know your team members. Um, yeah. Really get to know them because if you don't, you ask them to do something, they're not really going to do anything that you want them to do. I'm not going to ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Um, don't be naive, you know, just be yeah. yourself and be confident. Um, and they'll love you. I mean, uh, I, I have, I have employees that they literally look at me. I wouldn't have done this for any other, mm-hmm. any other manager but you. And that's that's where the connection really comes in with the community and the team, the family aspect. Exactly. You know, you you, you do more for family than you do for a stranger, right? Exactly. So, uh, and especially more for family than someone you hate. Yes. So the fact if you uh, remains, if you can get the team on your side. Show them that you care, yes. and what's in it for them, uh, that they'll they'll respond. So I love that you modeled that. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna do these ten fun questions, and uh, you're gonna go cut some hair, and I'm gonna drive to North Carolina. Okay, sound <laughs> okay. like a deal? All right, number one, uh, which superpower would you most like to have? What superpower? Hmm. I would like to fly. You would like to fly? Okay. I would. I asked Deborah Sawyer that, your team leader, and she has motion sickness, so she, she chose not to fly. Yes. So she said invisibility <laughs> was her. So okay. You want to fly. Uh, all right. What is your personal motto? Hmm, my personal motto. I really don't have one. Let me see. Now, I can tell you what I th- I would assume yours was going to be. Let's hear it. I, I thought you were going to say treat others the way they want to be treated. Because yes, Because that exactly. seems to be how you manage. That's true. So uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. I've already mansplained <laughs> one time on this podcast. I'm not looking. Take it over. Okay. Other than where you live now, where else in the world? You got the whole world. Where else in the world would you most like to live? Any beach. Okay, it doesn't matter. Just as long as it ends in beach. Beach. Okay, so Virginia yes. Beach, Myrtle it Beach. doesn't matter. Palm Beach. Okay. <laughs> uh, what sound or noise do you love? My kids' laughter. And what sound or noise do you hate? Nail scratching on the chalkboard. Oh, I thought you were going to say... Bella's whining or crying no. for something. Or, no. Okay, all right. Well, what a sweet mother. Uh, okay, this next one's a fun one. If they made a movie on the story of your life, who would play the title character? The title character. You. In other words, who would play you? Hmm, that's a good one. I mean, you have a very Hollywood look about you. You might be able to star in it yourself. Yeah, but, true. Mm-hmm. I mean, me. That's what it is. Yeah. So you you want the role. Yeah. Okay. Who else to play the role of myself I, I, than I, myself? I, it'd be an autobiography <laughs> movie. Uh, what what are they going to call the movie? What's the title? That's a good one, too. 
Katie's life? I don't know. The life of a hairdresser? There, and a that, mom? That, that doesn't have... There's not been a movie called that yet. That's true. So we at least know... <laughs> how many... There's 16,000, I think, team members across Sport Clips. And then we have competitors. I That's, that's at least 16,000 people that would come see the movie. The life <laughs> of a hairdresser. Okay. And uh, very important. Question number eight. If the, you got to pick one band to do the soundtrack for the movie of your life, there's about the story. Who, who, what the band is it? Who do you want to pick? Hmm. Don't give me some death metal or like some. <laughs> I was gonna say Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah, that's not death metal. It could be Guns N' Roses. We could get them back together. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, what do you number nine? What do you consider your greatest achievement? Being a mother. All right. Excellent. You were in trouble if you answered anything but that, no. by the way. Just so you know. We we're gonna <laughs> I wasn't even gonna ask you this next question. So no, that's great. Um it, last question. If heaven indeed exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? That you've done a good job. Uh in other words, well done. Well done. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. My, one of my favorite answers to that question. Hey, uh, you have done a good job. You've done a great job. Uh, and, and not just because of the rookie manager of the year and coming up uh, on stage at Huddle and taking all those pictures and the fancy dress and, and all that kind of stuff, but uh, what you've survived, what you've gone through, how you've come through it. Um, obviously, being uh, Bella's mother, uh, managing VA206, being a great, uh, what I say yesterday? Kate with the three-hour wait, uh, Katie with the three-hour waity. Uh, so uh, your clients love you, your team loves you, your team leader loves you, daughter, all this kind of stuff. Uh, but we at Sport Clips, we're so proud of you. Thank you for uh, for your dedication. 12 years yes. in, um, let's say, I don't know, 30 years to go. Let's put, I know that sounds like a long time. but Until I decide you know, to put it up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> hit, hit the retirement. But uh, but thank you for uh, carving some time out for me today. Thank you for having me. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll have another edition next week.